We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. On this week's episode of A3 Life, we give you some New Year's tips for helping your business succeed in 2020. Hope you enjoy. Okay, guys, uh, welcome. Today, we're going to talk to you about 10 resolutions that's going to make your business better in 2020 and have a better year and overall better. So we're going to jump straight into this. Number one is drop what's not working and move on. And I love this tip because I hear all the time, blah, 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 isn't working. Fill in the blank. XYZ thing doesn't work or that's not working for me or I'm not getting any leads or I'm not getting any messages. And I think that it is so important for you guys to understand that this business is based on individuals and we're talking specifically network marketing. So just so you guys know, that's our business. That's what we do. That's how we pay our bills. So that's what we're going to be referring to specifically today, but this can really be applied to traditional business, network marketing, um, online, retail, however you, however you operate, drop what is not working and move on because what works for me may not be something that works for Elisa or Alicia or you or whomever, but somebody else could be killing it on that. You know, when I hear somebody say, I posted this and I got 300 comments and then 50 people go post the exact same thing. I hear all the time, well, that didn't work for me. Well, no, because you use the same words, you copied and pasted, use the same graphic, everything's the exact same. And Facebook had already seen that once today and give somebody 300 comments on it and they're not gonna repeat the process again. So a lot of this business is finding out what actually works for you. I think that's super important, Allie, because what I may say and the verbiage I may use doesn't work. And here's another tip. If you see something really good, like if I see something really good that has a lot of interaction, save it for later. You don't have to repost it right now. You don't have to use that content right now. Save it for later. Use it like store. I have a little storage area where I keep future content. We all do that. We have one for our podcast. It's future content. Hey, this is really good. I'm going to use it later. Um, so I think that's a great tip to kind of go along with that. Yeah, I agree. I use the notes on my computer. I use the notes on my cell phone when I see stuff that I think is hot. Or even if it's something I maybe just love a piece of, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really love that. I'm going to tweak it and make it my own. Like, I mean, really, because that's what most of us do. We find things we're inspired by some type of, you know, phrase or poster or whatever. And you know, I think if you take it, you tweak it, make it your own for one, it doesn't look like you copy and pasted somebody else's, you know, stuff then, you know, people yeah. expect a certain thing out of you if you are always a certain way. So you can't just copy what everybody else does and then claim it. Yeah. And I think that's true for everything for these, for however you may be running your business for stories, for yard sale posts, for interest posts on your Facebook, for curiosity type stuff, for your, uh, customer groups. If you're running a private Facebook customer group, all of those things are true. Make, just make it a general rule to always make it your own. 
And you know, that's what I think I love so much about stories and if people actually use it. Stories is such a great way to like actually personalize your stuff. You can add your own music that like you're kind of really, you know, like that you kind of vibe with and you can add your own, you know, different gifts and different things. So I love, love, love stories for that exact purpose that you can take something that you've seen or, you know, had made or made yourself, but then you can kind of, you know, put your own little touch on it. Okay. So our next one. What do we have here? So don't just make do, get a new one. That is number two. I can tell you like what we do, most of us work a lot from our phones. I mean, do you guys feel like you work more from your phones or more from your computer? What would you girls say? Oh, I'm still with my phone at 98% of the time. Okay. Yeah. Phone. There's certain things I do like to do on a computer more than a phone. Like if it's like I'm answering a bunch of messages or something. Or reports. Yeah. But phone is in my hand all the time. Right. So and so easier. I hear that a lot. People, you know, like we'll, we'll talk about, you know, are you interested in the opportunity to work from your phone, blah, blah, blah. And I can't tell you how many people say, yes, they want to do it, but they don't set themselves up for success. They don't even have a phone that, you know, works or is functioning for that. So this number two is basically don't just make do, get a new one. If you have a broken down flip phone, you may have to invest even just a little bit and get yourself set up for success. Get yourself a phone that's gonna be compatible with your business that you can work or an iPad or a laptop, whatever it is you need to do. If you're wanting to work online, you have got to have the right equipment and be prepared for what you're gonna need. You know, you can't say, um, I want to work from home. I want to work on my phone when, um, your phone's like back from like the dinosaur ages. I mean, you're going to have to like invest a little bit to set yourself up for success. It don't have to be an, you know, this new iPhone 11, don't get it twisted. The camera on that thing's good, but it doesn't have to be, you know, there's options and there's some, you know, companies you can make, you know, usually you can make payments on it with your, um, you know, phone plan. So just consider that it doesn't have to be the hot, you know, $1,100, $1,500 phone, but you know, there's, I mean, day after Thanksgiving sales, you know, Black Friday, computers are super, super cheap that time of the year. So right now there's great deals. There's great buys. Again, just set yourself up for success with the things that you're going to need for your business, the equipment you're going to need. You know, we have these ring lights, we have, there's things, you know, I mean, the ring light that I use, it just clips onto the table. I paid less than $20 for it. And let me tell you, it makes a difference when you're taking selfies and pictures, when you're doing videos. So yeah. Well that, and also having, if you're going to work from home, you need a dedicated workspace. Like that is going to be your sanity. Like my, I have an office. I podcast from my living room because this is where the best Wi-Fi is quite frankly. Um, but just having yourself set up and knowing like, okay, I am going to work at home, whether it's part-time, whether you're, you know, doing your, um, network marketing business, full-time, part-time, whatever, have a designated area with the equipment. Like I do have a copy machine and printer because I do use that too on a, on a regular basis. I have a desk, you know, things like that, but definitely that's part of like kind of setting yourself up for success is having the proper tools. It doesn't, you know, like she said, it doesn't have to be the most expensive, but you're going to beat yourself up if you don't have functioning equipment. If you're trying to work from your phone or work from a computer that, you just don't have the capability to do things you need to do. You're probably not going to be successful. Or if you are, you're going to be frustrated as all heck trying to figure it out. 
So next, next, our next number three tip is going to be set, and this is the important, realistic goals, right? Set realistic is the key word here. Now, I'm all for having these big dreams and this big plan and, you know, things that you want to do, but let's be realistic so you don't set yourself up for disappointment, right? So to me, it's like, yes, you do want to dream big and you do want to have these big goals, but in the same breath, Let's make them realistic. You know, um, maybe you really do want to push really hard to get to a top rank or, you know, maybe it's an income goal. Whatever these goals look like for you, let's make sure that we're doing them for sure. I think setting these goals up and I know for us here at A3, you know, our goal is to level up next year. We have some really exciting things going on and we're super motivated and like, and it makes it easier when we're all running together. And I think that helps for sure. That would be another tip, you know, kind of find your gang, if you will. Um, but you know, what exactly does your realistic goal look like? And I think along with that goal setting is maybe discussing that goal setting with your family. That's something we talk about a lot is so they understand, look, January, I I mean, I know I can speak on behalf of your calendars too. I know I have three out of four weekends of the month of January. We're in the health and wellness industry. This is our run month. We're really busy. We have a lot going on and we want to start the new year with the bang, right? As do most businesses. So, you know, being realistic, talking with your family. I've been home for like the past two months, which is kind of unusual for me, but I'm like, hey, y'all buck up for January because it's about to get crazy. So not only having realistic goals, but sharing those realistic goals with your family or people that are close to you that you work. You know, I know the three of us will share our personal goals with each other so that we can hold each other accountable as well. So I think that that's important. Um, but so setting goals, obviously huge one, a lot of details into that and finding someone to maybe set goals with. Yeah. I, um, I was just looking at some of my goals, um, that I had set for myself for 2019 and I had to, like be hard on myself because I didn't hit a lot of the goals that I had set for myself for this year. And so now, like Elisa was saying, I have set aside a time that Darren and I are going to sit down and take a look at the goals that I had for 2019 and take a look at like the things that we had hoped to accomplish for 2020 and really get together on what is our families like what do we need to accomplish this year and really getting crystal clear on that because I think that we spent a lot of time um like a little loss a little frustrated a little bit of doing other things this year in 2019 and in 2020 I wanted I want it to be a different I want things to to look different for us and so I want to get crystal clear on what that looks like I love that I love that you guys are gonna you know sit down together and kind of talk that out hash that out because you know it does take you know if you are married and it it does take, you know, that kind of support. And maybe you don't have somebody that's supportive. And so you kind of have to do this on your own. But if you do have a supportive partner, it's really good to kind of sit down and kind of look at that together, especially when you have kids, you know, because you may be traveling, you may be doing some different things. Um, And, you know, so you need somebody that's going to back you up. Like, you know, like Elisa said, like this, like this January coming up, like January is our hot, crazy month. I mean, you know, everyone's bumping for new years and resolutions and things like that. Cause we are in health and wellness. So like, we're going to be on the go. So having somebody that's got your back and understands that you're going to be very busy, you know, like if they have the same goals and you guys have them aligned, they're going to, you know, appreciate what you have to do to, you know, to get to that. But I do think that you should like be cautious 
on setting unrealistic expectations, you know, because like Allie said, you know, yes, she didn't maybe hit a lot of her goals. Um, and so I'm sure she's going to come back and just nail it this year. But, you know, I think if it's so far out of reach, then you're kind of like setting yourself up to just be completely frustrated. So set some really, um, you know, realistic expectations, but ones that are going to push you and make you grow, of course. You know, I mean, you want a little bit of push. You don't want it to be too easy, or at least I don't. I want something to really run after. Um, put some time for yourself on your calendar. Super, super, super important. Um, I can say that I know it's important, but I'm probably not the best. Maybe that's why I thought I was going to get the, ne the next runner up. But you um, did say how important this was. I mean, we talked is, about this, so I think is. it's a good one for you. It is. Mom, that's why I have to talk about it. <laughs> it's going like, to be like a self-directed talk. Um, but I do think it's important because you do need to recharge, you need to refresh. And I love, you know, like this thought, you know, a healthy work-life balance and your small business's success demand time out. And it's totally true. If it's all work and no play, it's a recipe for mental and physical disaster. So, I mean you have to have like those non-negotiable times for your family. You have to have those non-negotiable times for yourself. You can absolutely not, um, you know, pour from an empty cup. And I think that that's something we get so busy. I know that I do like, I'm not going to lie. I love working. I love grinding. I love hustling. And sometimes I will go so much. I will run myself into the ground and that's not effective for anybody because then you're tired. You're making no sense. You can't really, you can't show up at a hundred, you know what I mean? And so you have to take that time to, you know, do things for yourself, fill your cup, invest in yourself. And I think that that's something, especially you now as wives and moms, like we get so busy and we will run, 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 run. And you know, when you're adding businesswoman on top of, you know, mother and wife, you know, I mean, I mean, we're a bunch of badasses. I'm just going to say like women are like, we can do some shit but you have to take time for yourself because otherwise you're really no good to anybody. You're not going to be any good to your business when you're so strung out, you can't even think straight. And that's what happens. And I'll admit it. I'll do that to myself. You know, I'll just run, 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 and then be strung out. And, you know, like, so just make that a priority. So that's something that, you know, this year coming up, especially I'm really going to focus on doing that. So that way I can show up a hundred you know, like for my business, for my family, for myself, you know? Right. Because if we're not a hundred percent, we're not, like you said, we're not giving a hundred percent. And I want to be like, I cannot stand 98%. I cannot like, it just irks every ounce of my being. Like I want to be a hundred percent and I want everything in my life to be a hundred percent. I know that's not obviously realistic and you know, there's seasons for different things. Um, but without taking care of yourself, you are going to crash and burn. And you know what? You're going to bring people down with you because I can assure you our family suffers when we're not a hundred percent. They're suffering just as much because guess what? We're crazy. Yeah. I was just spent, I was, while you guys were talking, I was looking um, for this quote that I saw and I think it just like really, encapsulates this whole concept and it says in 2020 we're hitting the gym eating our greens going to therapy spending money on things that matter bettering ourselves and only loving people who are worth our time and i think that you know whatever needs to be added to that list or taken away from that list or put on to a list for you is what needs to happen this year let's like this is a whole new decade like so many opportunities to level up 
I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. And like Allie and I talked a little bit earlier, um, if you caught our Facebook live, um, you'll be hearing this a little bit later, but you know, we've already picked our words. My word came to me and it goes really well with this. And my word is intentional, um, to be more intentional with my time, with my goals, with my family, with my business. I just want to be more intentional. I don't want to fly by the seat and like, okay, yes, it's done. I want to be very intentional and give it a hundred percent throughout, you know, whether it be fitness, motherhood, being a wife, like just being very intentional with my time and my actions. And I think that plays well with this one. So, um, if you have trouble freeing up time to do the things you enjoy, write time regular, regularly into your schedule to meet with yourself and stick to that commitment. If you won't invest in yourself, who will? I love that. Like we all have like our journals, our calendars, all this stuff that we're writing, you know, like our schedule down. If you can't manage to set the time, hint, I'm talking to myself, then writing, you know, writing down a time time to meet with yourself is actually a really good idea. Time block for you. Me time. Love love that. that. Think so. Okay, so the number five is um, giving back to your community, and there's a couple of of reasons. There's several reasons why this is important, but the one that I want to point out, and I know that Alicia had one that she pointed out as well, um, but the one that I want to point out is that as entrepreneurs, as businessmen and women, as network marketers, there's a lot of people that aren't going to take you seriously. And I was just thinking about this the other day because, and this is my fault, but I'll tell you what happened. So I don't remember whether we were at a basketball game or I was thinking about some of the sports that are coming up in the spring, but I have never, not one time been asked to sponsor a basketball team, a t-ball team, a ball game, nothing. I've never been asked for donations for anything. And part of that, part of that is my fault because I've never volunteered or it didn't occur to me that I should volunteer. But in 2020, a resolution that I have for myself is to make people understand that what I do is serious, that what I do should be taken seriously, that I um, have a lot to bring to the table, that I want to give back to our community, that I want to help. And so putting it out there, doing some of those things, those sponsorships sometimes cost like a hundred bucks for you to sponsor, like a whole baseball team. You um, get, sometimes they'll put a poster on like the field fence or maybe you get you sponsor the whole team then you get their your back your name on the back of the t-shirt whatever it may be some of that stuff doesn't cost much but a lot of people are going to see that stuff and go oh well I thought that was just kind of like a little side gig she did so it gives you some sort of like I don't know validation in their mind if you have a lot of people that don't understand or doubting or whatever there's just so much that you have to you could help them to see what you do a little bit better. Yeah, I think that's a great point um, because we do traditional businesses don't really recognize our business, right? I mean, like we all know that. Let's just call a spade a spade, right? So we know that. And, and I think another important part is like getting involved you know, with your community and giving back is like, you're going to meet new people, right? Like getting involved, we're we're constantly wanting to grow our warm market. Well, what a better way than to get active with your community, get to know people, kind of see their needs, fill out their needs and, you know, really give back and, you know, 
kind of dive into your surroundings and see where you can help in your community um, with the tools that you've been blessed to have. I, you know, that's kind of always been my, my motto. I've been blessed to be a blessing to others and what a better way than to get out there and volunteer with your community and get involved, whether it's, you know, sponsorship or coaching or volunteering. Um, to me, there's just so many opportunities and it looks good not only as a human being, but on your business as well. Yeah, we've um, sponsored, you know, baseball teams um, for the kids and stuff. And I can honestly say it's, it makes you feel really good. You know, it does. And I mean, you know, like Ali said, you know, you'll have the whole team wearing shirts with your business on the back. So it's business smart too. You know, you're getting yourself some advertisement on top of, um, you know, and you have to remember these things are also tax write-offs. So not only is it going to make you feel good, you know, whether it's spiritually, like make your heart feel good. Um, but it's also smart. It's business smart because it is a tax write-off. So that's something to think about as well. For sure. Next tip is super important. Super, super, super important. I want you to join a new business organization or a network marketing group. Let me say that again, a network marketing group, people network on purpose, and you are a professional network marketer. So let's think about that. I'm a professional network marketer. Shouldn't I join a networking group? Hello, these people want to give out their contact information. They want to do business with you. They want to sit down and talk to you. They want to hear about what you're doing. So when I hear people say, I'm out of people to talk to, um, my list is done, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, we all hear that, right? We all hear, I don't know anybody to talk to, or I've run out of people, or nobody wants to buy, or something like that, right? go meet new people, go network with these people. Like you can look on Facebook. There are Facebook network marketing groups or networking groups. There are local, you know, chamber gets together. There are mingles there. I mean, the events page, like if you go to events on your Facebook page, there are so many opportunities to go and meet new people. When I hear that, I did like a whole um, power hour on how to find events, how to get involved, how to go to these things. We could do another one similar on a podcast, but it's so important. Use the events tab on your thing. Go network and meet new people that have similar interests. Don't go with the intention to like throw your business up all over them. But for people that do want to know if you're showing up at these events, they want to know what you're doing and what your business looks like. Go network. This is huge. It really is. And I mean, there's, you know, like you're saying, <clears throat> I've joined like um, groups in my town where once a month you get together, you meet all kinds of people. I mean, if you spend your time, you know, like in person, you know, there's lots of groups online and things like that. But I'm just talking local for a second. If you make the time to actually go and invest in like, you know, um, a marketing group or whatever that you have in your town, if people are not doing the same exact thing that you're doing per se, um, but you've made like these friendships and relationships, I'm telling you what, like, you know, we're in health and wellness. So if I'm there and I'm, you know, meeting people that are networking, um, you know, makeup or clothing or whatever it is, you know, those people are going to be likely to refer somebody to you if somebody's looking for maybe something that you have. It's just really a way to build connections, build relationships. And I think a lot of times we forget that this is a relationship business. So you actually have to make an effort to not just talk to somebody, you know, like behind your computer, but spend the time to get to know people and invest in relationships. And you can do that online. I mean, geez, like 
we do most of our, you know, hanging out online because we're all not each other. But, you know, if you have the chance, I would also look locally and see if there ain't something you could get yourself into and, and, you know, people you can connect with. There's, because there's really nothing better than being surrounded by people that are like, have that same drive as you, that same hustle as you. And, you know, they want to be out there building relationships and business as well. And you can learn a lot of things from, you know, people doing different things. So important. Yeah. And isn't there, I don't know much about this because of the rural area that I'm in, but isn't there like an app out there called like Meetup? Meetup. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with me. I don't, I live in the middle of nowhere, but I've heard of some really good stuff. On yeah. And I mean, like, and ch- also I'm within two hours of Indianapolis. If I really wanted to do something like this, if I wanted to find a club or an event or a society or whatever, I'm sure it's on there in Indianapolis. So there's another idea for you is this meetup app. If you live in a a bigger, like a more metropolitan area. Right. So, um, learn something new. That is our next one. And I mean, I can't stress this enough. Well, there's a couple things I want to kind of add to this though. Don't be the person that takes in all of this stuff and does absolutely nothing with it. So set yourself up to learn new things, but to actually apply it. So, um, for instance, events, I mean, how many of, you know, how many people have you seen like events, 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 but they're not actually doing anything with those tools that they're learning, you know, like, so I would say get to events, make sure you're taking notes. Um, podcast Allie is like another podcast queen. So she tells us really good ones we need to watch, really good ones we need to, well, listen to so we can get some good content. You know, like you should never stop growing. Um, I believe you should always be um, a student and learn, and you should always be a teacher and teach those things that you're learning. So um, learning something new. I don't know. What do you guys but like you pointed out, not only do you need to learn it, I've, I've diagnosed what it's called. It's called training-itis. I don't, we all know somebody that has training-itis, right? Like you mentioned, they show up to every single event. They take 15 notebooks. They don't miss a call. But it's like they don't apply it. It's like they think they have to know everything. You all have one on your team. I know you do, or maybe you are. Maybe you already have training-itis. I'm not sure. But it's like the fear of like not knowing enough to get started get started, you know, apply what you're learning. So not only are you learning something new, and I think that's hugely important, but you have to apply it. Yeah. Cause people just think they like, they can't do anything until they no more, no more, no more. Well, I don't have anyone teaching me. I don't have an upline. I don't have this, you know, I don't know this, or I don't know that. Listen, you guys, to me, I feel like anymore. We're without excuse. See here. We are without excuse because we have the internet. I mean, it sounds crazy, but seriously, like anything that you want to know on any subject, you don't have an upline. Good. That's great. Go find an upline on the internet. Like seriously, you know, you can find, you can find anything you need. Number one, like YouTube is free and podcasts are free and there is hours worth of content on there. I literally, some people that I would consider my mentors don't even know that they're my mentors because it's like behind the screen because I'm following. I'm learning from them. I'm, you know, like you, you don't even have to know your mentor anymore. You can find one online and learn literally anything that you're doing, any business that you're part of, you can find growth in, in that anyway. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I know for a fact when Stacy and I started almost five years ago, like Facebook lives weren't super a big thing. And I honestly, at that time, I know podcasts are around, but I just, I didn't have any reason to like, 
think they were for me, you know, because I didn't think I needed to learn anything. And so we used YouTube and we stalked this one specific trainer on YouTube, like crazy to learn something. So if it, it's out there, if you want to learn it, it's available to you. It's at the tip of your fingers. And, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't have time. Well, do you drive to work every day? Do you cook dinner every day? Are you folding laundry every day? Or are there's like a way that you can sort of manage the mundane and, and put that to work for you by learning and growing and listening. And one of my favorite things too, is I have podcasts that I absolutely binge and I don't miss an episode when they release it. And I've listened to all of their, but if you scroll down, if you're in the Apple podcast app anyway, um, there will be suggested podcasts that are like similar to those podcasts or based on your interests. And I have found some of the best content in those suggestions. So like there's just unlimited amounts of info out there if you do want to learn and grow. So learn something new. It's important and easy and at your fingertips, literally. Yep. And free. I mean, there's free. great trainers that you can hire and, and coaches. And I think that's great too. But if you're also going to use that as another excuse to not move forward, we're going to put that out there. There is a lot of good free training. Well, also, and quickly, like, I think that the secondary diagnosis to Elisa's original diagnosis is like egomania is out is part of the problem as well because we all know somebody that is like I don't understand how you do this or how are you growing or why did your business explode and mine didn't and it's like oh well here's the things that I'm doing and you like take the time and you draw it out and you try to help them or you point them in the right direction and they're like I do that I do that I do that I do that and it's like hmm well hmm. obviously you're not doing something because if it, you know what I mean like get your ego out of the way and actually listen to what I'm saying and actually open your mind and learn something and maybe you'll find that missing piece for you. I don't know where we're at. What are we on? Number eight or something? Um, yes, we're on okay. number eight. Make a business plan, make business planning a weekly event. So all of us are like hardcore when somebody's like, what are you doing on Thursday? We're like, I don't know. I got to check my planner. <laughs> like we all make planning. So I went away from using an actual physical planner this last couple of months just because I have been moving around a lot and it's a lot easier for me to keep it on my phone and I can set reminders on my phone and it's the greatest thing ever because it reminds me an hour before and 15 minutes before and at the time of the event or however much I want it to remind me, it reminds me and I love that. So I use my phone, but what I do like to do is every Sunday night, sit down with my phone or a, a physical planner if that's what you prefer and look at the week and say okay on Thursday I have this on Tuesday we podcast on da 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 whatever it is and I try to set out time to sit down and plan my business. These are the things I have to do. Like for example, A3 Life is doing Monday night bingo. I want to, that is in my phone. So on Sunday night, I'll sit down and look at my calendar so that I know in the upcoming week what time I have for various things, when I can go to the gym, when I have family time, when I have a kid's Christmas program, whatever it may be, blocking out different times for business so that I don't feel like I'm just throwing something up against the wall and hoping that it sticks or sort of like, I don't know, flailing around through life, trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be and when I'm supposed to be there. 
Yeah. I mean, you all know I'm, I'm a self-diagnosed planaholic. Like I am chronically like what time, where, when, when are we doing this? Like, and, and I would say like, even with a three life, we plan this weekly, you know, we sit down we're like, all right, you know, before we came on to record, we're like, all right, when are we recording next week? What does the next week look like? What is our content going to look like? What do we need to work on? That's something that we're always working on too. So planning, without planning, you're going to fail. I, I absolutely hate to say that. That's I hate to do that, but I should say without planning, I'm going to fail um, because we do have so much to balance. Like I literally set a time like, okay, I'm working from home today. So from this time to this time, I'm going to work on house stuff. But then from this time to this time, I'm going to be laser focused on business content and things that we're working on. And that does come from my planner and planning. I mean, I planning is the key. To me, the worst thing you can possibly do as like, you know, a businesswoman, wife, mom is actually make the delusional thought in your head that you're going to think about something. Someone's going to tell you, you're not going to write it down and you're going to remember it. Do you know how many times I've tried to do that? I'm like, okay, never, never in the history of ever will I remember it. Like if I hear something, I either have to like, cause I actually do use like a writing planner, but what I do is I save a lot of things in my notes. I don't know why. I haven't started using like the planner on my phone. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I just don't. I have a physical one or I write it in my notes. Um, and literally I have to do it like right then because my life is so crazy busy between the 50,000 kids I have and just like kind of running all over the place. If I don't write something down like right then, yeah, it like actually will never happen. It's like, it just doesn't even exist. No matter how much I tell myself, I'm going to remember it. No. Yeah. I don't either. I have to, it's gone. All right. Number nine. And this is so important. Promote your business regularly and consistently, whatever that looks like. Now this is, this is what I don't mean. I don't mean be spammy Sally and just put a bunch of like infomercials on your social media, like of your products, like don't look like a commercial. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying something as simple as just hopped off a, an amazing training event. Can't wait to level up next month or next year with my team, you know, something like that. I don't need you throwing up that you're working, but I do need you in some way, shape or form consistently, whether it's in a customer page, whether it's with your customers, whether it's with your team, whatever that looks like consistently, especially if you're running an organization, your team is going to show up when you show up. They are going to naturally do what you are doing. So if you're showing up, they're going to show up. If you're commenting on posts, they're going to comment on posts. If you're doing Facebook lives, I can damn sure bet you they're going to be doing Facebook lives too. I've seen it. I know it happens. If you're recruiting Rockstar, guess what? They're going to be recruiting. If you're welcoming new people, it's so important, you guys. It's so important to be consistent, not only with your business, but once you get into the leadership level and you're running a team, whether it's doing calls or training or whatever it is, doing it consistently so that they know what to expect and have those expectations. And for people, you know, that you're trying to recruit into your business or share your products with, they need to see that you're taking your business seriously. Don't just hop on once a week and do a weird infomercial of like a before and after picture and that's all you post. No, that's not going to cut it. And that doesn't count as consistently showing up for your business. Yeah. But like one of the things I always like a phrase that I always use and I, it just always sticks out to me is consistency wins every time. And like, I really think that's true. You know, just 
showing up consistently, no matter what. I mean, it's inevitable. If you at least, you know, show up, show up, show up, show up, eventually somebody's going to hear what you're saying. So consistency wins every single time. So our last, well, Allie, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I notice in my own business, when I'm talking more about my business, when I'm posting about my business, I get more interest in my business because I'm talking about it. And whenever I'm going, nobody's coming on my stuff or nobody's looking at my stuff or nobody's this or that. It's because I, like, I looked, I'm guilty of this. Just this last week, I was like, that's weird. Like, my engagement is way down. And I realized that on Wednesday, I didn't, hadn't posted anything since Monday on my actual profile. That is a huge, like, no, 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 no in this business. So the posting, that's something that could probably come back into the business planning for the week. If it means that you need to take an hour to to plan out your stories or something for the week and create all those, because those things aren't hard to create. They're just time consuming. But if you know on Monday at 10 a.m., you need to create your stories for the week, then at least it's done. And that goes back to business planning, I think. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Okay. So here we go for our last one. So learn to delegate and do more of it. And again, I kind of feel like this goes in with some of the other stuff, like taking time for yourself, things like that. But um, this isn't necessarily a self one, but delegation is the key to a healthy work life balance. And so I think that's something that I struggle with, especially if you like things done a certain way, like whether it's with your business or whatever. Um, I think making sure to delegate things so things get done is good. You know, like somebody told me a while ago, because I could spend a whole entire day cleaning. Cause when I start cleaning, I go absolutely buck and I will spend a whole day. And I remember like somebody telling me before, why don't you hire a house cleaner? And I was like, why would I do that? Like, why would I actually hire a house cleaner? I have perfectly good hands that can scrub the living heck out of this house. But they're like, yeah, but you need to sit down and think about the money you actually make every day. And if you invest in income producing activities and you're working for a day, break down how much you actually make. And if you can find somebody to do it for less, then you probably need to consider that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of smart. So that's where the housekeeper idea came from um, because it really does make sense. So, you know, maybe you need to like figure out, you know, some, some different things to delegate your time and, and, you know, delegate different, um, you know, things in business or chores or just different things. So you're not trying to take everything on yourself because I find it's very easy, but again, it comes down to even that personal time. You will run yourself into the ground, especially if you have a, a large business, a very big business, you have to be able to delegate things. You know, and I mean, really like in the type of business that we do in network marketing, that is necessary because, you know, not only so things get done properly, but because you're supposed to be um, growing leaders. And so in order to do that, I think like delegating things and time to help develop leaders is absolutely 100% necessary because nobody can do it by themselves, nor does anybody want to. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so, but um, so yeah. What do you girls have to say about all that? Well, as far as like delegating out to your team, um, people may not be able to believe that they're capable of something until you ask them for help. Because, you know, 
I've done things. I've ran contests. I've asked for, um, you know, do a live or give us your best tips or da, 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 da. And then they get loved on and they feel great. And then they realize that they're capable of doing it. And then they will hopefully learn from that and then go do it with their teams. That's one of the most important things is, is giving them a little bit of, of guidance for them to take whatever you're saying and then go do it with their teams. And then hopefully that pop process duplicates and repeats over and over and over again. That's the whole point of delegating down. Right. That's to me, well, both sides. So I have to help delegate at home because um, let's be honest here. I'm a control freak. If you all know me, they know me well. I, I'm a control freak. So a lot of mine is self-inflicted pain and I'm well aware of that. I'm working on it. Um, but you know, delegating and kind of being aware of like, here, here's the responsibilities or here. You don't load the dishwasher like me, but I'm going to let you load the dishwasher or you're not going to cook dinner like me, but I'm going to let you cook. And I may or may not complain about how you cooked it. You know what I mean? So I think delegating at home. And then, like you said, team wise, they think it's an honor. They love it. It's a great way to build up momentum in leadership, right? Because we want future leadership. We want people to step up and help and take care of their organization. If they just sit around waiting for you to tell them everything to do. And this is a great way. If you delegate it, they get the, you know, like you said, the encouragement or the, you know, praise to be able to do it next time. They're going to feel more excited and more comfortable, you know, maybe taking that leadership role and, you know, doing that live or doing a Zoom. I saw it happen in your team the other day, Allie. I just happened to be in your group page and I saw where one of your leaders hopped on and did a live on some good content. Like, hey, cool, awesome. That's what we want. And that's what we want to build when in our organization is it's not just all on us. We have other people stepping up to help. So I think that's a great tip to end with. Yes, absolutely. Um, I definitely think that, you know, like sometimes, you know, you just need to kind of give somebody that extra little nudge and push them, um, you know, basically because I think like Ali said, you know, some people don't realize like how wonderful they are and how strong they are. And, and sometimes if you just help kind of push people out that little bit and help them to believe in themselves, um, you're helping create, you know, leaders and yeah. It's ultimately what we want. Yeah. Ultimately we want leaders creating leaders. That's the key. Absolutely. Love it. Well, I think we definitely got some great tips. I hope this helps your business bring in an exciting new year. I know we're working on some things. We're always brainstorming. We're looking forward to that. I hope you all had an amazing time with your family and I hope you have a great happy new year ringing it in. And and it's going to be, it's going to be a big year girls. And I'm excited. Love you all and happy new year. We're excited from a three life and we will see you all very soon. Thanks for joining us this week on a three life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at a, the number three life Inc. And check out our online shop at a the number three life.biz.